What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. Today, we'll be talking about updates on Lonzo Ball. Well, it's not really an update. We've got a video release to do some questions around his health as well. We'll also be talking about how the development of Patrick Williams and Io DeSumo are even now a bigger part of how far the Bulls can go this season, considering the Bulls did not make any big splash moves in this offseason. We'll get into all that, plus TJ Warren signing to the next today on Chicago Bulls Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, fam. We're in the building. Uh, no big news coming out uh, since yesterday or anything like that. Probably going to be pretty quiet now for the Chicago Bulls, barring any type of huge type trade. Now, uh, one of the things, biggest questions with the Bulls, especially af after the Dragic signing, was, hey, does this in any way impact Lonzo Ball? So we did get a video release from Lonzo Ball working out, getting some shots up. Nothing substantial. He's not like doing any running, any cutting, nothing like that. Just really him just getting some shots up. I think one of the quotes on it was like him, he's, he's working on his mid-range game to make that as professional as his, as his three-point shooting, which could be very huge for him. But the biggest question right now surrounds Lonzo Ball is if he's going to be ready. Was the signing of Dragic being uh, a sign of anything of maybe Lonzo not being ready to go at the start of the season? You know, all those questions still remain. We don't have any super firm updates as far as Lonzo Ball's health, but we do want to talk about this, right? Regardless of the questions surrounding Lonzo Ball's health, we know what Lonzo Ball was when he was on the court for the Chicago Bulls. Now, one of the things that I have said and I will always be very vocal about is that I don't feel like Billy Donovan even used Lonzo Ball to the best of his abilities. I feel like Lonzo Ball was sometimes turned, or not sometimes, a lot of times turned into just a shooter and really wasn't even given the keys to really do some playmaking in the half-court offense um, as well as, you know, unleash a little bit more of his game of being able to put the ball on the floor, get to the cup, things like that. Now, some of this is on Lonzo as well, right? We don't want to put everything on Billy Donovan and the coaching staff. There were absolutely times that Lonzo did get to the to the rim. He did penetrate the defense, but then he made these awkward passes that sometimes turned into turnovers um, outside of that rather than finishing hard around the rim. And I don't, by that, I don't mean like dunking on somebody. I just mean like, getting a better layup package, being more creative uh, layup-wise to kind of take advantage of, of penetrating the defense. Now, sometimes penetrating the defense is going to open up threes. We know that the Bulls team was at the bottom of the league in three-point attempts per game. We were higher in the league in, in three-point uh, percentage when Lonzo was there. But with that being said, um, and, you know, with that, with looking at Lonzo, especially now, one of the things that I'm doing in this video, I'm going to talk about Lonzo, talk about Io, talk about Patrick Williams, is that because of the Bulls not making any huge moves in free agency. And I think even if you're on the positive side of this free of this free agency and offseason, there was not any of the big flashy type moves like we did last season. You can't expect that every season, right? You can't expect that. So a lot of the Bulls' improvement, if it is going to come, is going to come, A, through better coaching. It's going to come through continuity, which is something that AK and Eversley preached about very heavily. But it's also going to come through the development of players and using those players and their developing skills utilizing that better in the offensive and defensive schemes. So with Lonzo Ball, a healthy Lonzo Ball, we know what he can mean for the ball, the Bulls as far as getting turnovers, what he can mean as far as pushing the, the pace, getting out in transitions, getting easy buckets for players, uh, the five slam pajama, bringing that back and like what he, hell, the intro to this podcast, a lot of those highlights, even if you don't always see it, 
A lot of them are dunks, and a lot of those dunks were either started because of something that Lonzo Ball did or him making the correct pass. And so he made it easier. He also made it easier for, for, for Zach on defense because of the way that he communicates and calls things out defensively. That's why we did see, on top of Zach's health, his defense take such a even sharper turn when Lonzo Ball wasn't out there on the court with him. These aren't. This isn't up for discussion. These are facts. These are verifiable facts. Um, with that being said, like we know what a healthy Lonzo means to this team and can mean to this team. And what Alonzo, keep in mind, when DeMar and Zach were out, Alonzo averaged, the thing was 18, 8, and 6. Maybe flipped on that 6 and 8. But nonetheless, that's what he averaged. That's what he showed he can do in wins for the Chicago Bulls with that. So Alonzo does have a better offensive ability, and he's a better playmaker. And I think he's one of the, he has one of the highest basketball IQs in the NBA. But we, we didn't always utilize that in the best way to let, let him be that true point guard. And, well, true playmaking point guard on the offensive side of the ball sometimes, in the half court sometimes. And that's understandable with what DeMar does, how DeMar has to command the ball, things like that. I understand it. But, you know, what Lonzo can mean healthy and why you see a lot of Bulls fans always question, hey, what's the update with Lonzo? It's just not to be pesky. It's not just to be ignorant or anything like that. It's because I think most Bulls fans, even some people who aren't the biggest, and, you know, you do have some Bulls fans that think that Io is going to be the future starting point guard of this team, even taking that spot from Lonzo at some point. Again, not ready to get into those conversations. As much as I love Ayo DeSumo, who's not the defensive point guard that Lonzo is right now, and not the shooter that Lonzo is either. But with that being, with with you know all that aside, um, what Lonzo could mean to this team when healthy is highly important, and I hope that we do get more updates. The video's cool, whatever, but we need more firm updates on what's going on with Lonzo Ball because. It's really going to change the outlook of this team in so many ways if Lonzo Ball is fully healthy to start the season, if he's not fully healthy but can play and they're going to ramp him up, things like that. Like, yes, we still have a long time to the start of the season, the, the, the actual season, right? We don't really have that much longer really into the start of preseason if you just, you know, if you're looking at things. So hopefully we get that update on Lonzo Ball sooner rather than later because it is going to be important for how the Chicago Bulls play, who needs to step up, what roles they need to step up. Are we starting the season with Ayo DeSumo as our starting point guard? Which brings us to our next topic. I want to talk about, because we've gotten word, we've gotten some, I've already talked about like what came out when Patrick Williams was on that first summer league practice, even though Patrick Williams and Ayo will not be playing for the summer league team. They are down there practicing with the summer league team. And uh, Patrick Williams and, and Daylon Terry, you know, talking crap to each other, playing against each other, things like that. And even the coach of the summer league team just talking about how much, how much more, confident Patrick Williams came into that summer league practice now it's easy to be confident in summer league and we've seen videos of him like doing shooting type things and and things like that anyone should be able to look good shooting by themselves in a gym but we do need to see development from Patrick Williams one of the things that I've also talked about is how Billy Donovan does use Patrick Williams one thing that we're seeing with Patrick Williams is when he has the ball in his hand he's a very much he's a, a very more effective player considerably right his usage rate, 14% going up to 16% in the playoffs, but in that Minnesota game, and then people are so quick to dismiss that Minnesota game. Keep in mind, Anthony Edwards was out there for the Timberwolves, and Patrick Williams was out there for the Bulls. And regardless of what you want to say about everything else around them, Patrick Williams looked like the best player on the floor during those games, or during that game. Um, so, you know, is now, is Billy Donovan going to try to get Patrick Williams more involved in the offense? Now, Patrick Williams also has to be more aggressive, right? Like I said with the Lonzo thing, we're not putting everything on the coaching staff. We're not putting everything just on the player. It is a combination of both. But Patrick Williams does have to come in to training camp. He does have to come in to the preseason and show, hey, listen, I'm ready for my number to be called. And when that number is going to be called, I'm going to be playing confidently. No more of this. Hey, listen, 
I know he's out there playing with Zach Levine. I know he's out there playing with DeMar DeRose, Nikola Vucevic. These are players that have been all-stars in this league. But at the end of the day, if you want, if you can, if you have the ability, it's up to Patrick Williams to show it, whether that's him calling for the ball, whether that's him taking most of his opportunities when he is called for. But the coaching staff also has to put the players in the best position to try to get the best out of them. And that's not something that I think Patrick Williams has always been given as well. We'll see, but Patrick Williams has added some legit size. It looks like his footwork has gotten a little bit better. We'll see what the results are having those those practices and those workouts with DeMar DeRozan, how much that helps him come into this training camp very ready, but it's still all on Patrick Williams to really show because his development is going to be a key part if this Bulls team does get better than last season. As much as Bulls, some Bulls fans are doubting, some people have doubt on what this team is. Some people are even doubting if this Bulls team is still a playoff team, which is wild to me. But with that being said, Patrick Williams has to show that he belongs. He has to show that he's willing to step up and it's make that leap. And that starts every day. And for the people who are now questioning if Patrick Williams is a, is a powerful, listen, this is the modern NBA. I've said this before, and I'm going to say this so many times. Stop being Vincent Kennedy McMahon about size. This is the modern NBA. Guess what? Patrick Williams is 6'7", almost 6'8", with a almost 7'1 wingspan. He's a power forward in this league and can play power forward in this league. And actually, I know some people think he's, he has more advantages moving at the, moving back to the three. I honestly see that Patrick Williams could have more advantages at the four because of he, he's not the best. He doesn't have the best lateral quickness. And there are some very quick threes in this league. I think him going down to the four, he actually then takes the advantage with quickness. But he, again, he has to be aggressive. He has to show it. Patrick Williams will be our starting power forward in this league. And it looks like Derrick Jones Jr. is probably going to be his backup as well. And maybe some Javante is still going to be there. Now, I know that's not what Bulls fans and even me, not, not what I hope that would come out of this offseason, but it looks like we're still going to have a pretty small power forward rot rotation. But in this modern NBA, that could be fine. But Patrick Williams' development is going to be hugely important to what this Bulls team does upcoming this upcoming season. Now, Let's talk about Ayo Desumu's development as well. Picture got released of Ayo Desumu down at the summer league practice as well. He's added some very quick and key muscle. Looks like lean muscle as well. Looks very uh, more solid and a little bit bulkier as well. And, you know, I don't expect that to affect his speed or his defense or anything like that. But Ayo Desumu, you know, building up some confidence, being able to body up some better guards. We saw him play amazing defense even at his size last season. So being able to add some strength to that is going to be highly important as well. And if Ayo Desumu is the starting point guard to start the season, we're going to have to see some, some growth in his playmaking, some growth in his shooting, um, better confident shooting. As I said before on the show many times, this uh, Ayo Desumu was a scorer in college. We haven't really seen the confident score that he was in college come in the NBA some, whether that ends up being a mid-range game, if he ends up improving at three. We're going to need to see that. But the thing is, and why I wanted to talk about these two players' key is because their development, as well as what Daniel Terry can give to a much lesser degree, Justin Lewis will see what he ends up doing. Um, Kobe White, development he can make. And this team in the continuity as a whole, how does this team improve as a team with continuity? Again, sometimes the sum of the parts are better than the individual pieces and can uh, can um, ascend higher than what you would think with the individual pieces. But I would assume Patrick Williams' development is going to be highly, highly key in this game. So the question I'm going to present to you guys and ask this. As the Bulls try to look to improve, how much development do you see Ayo Desumu and Patrick Williams making? Now, because we won't get to see them in Summer League, the first time we'll actually get to see them is, is preseason games. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But we won't get to see them, unfortunately, in Summer League to really dictate that. I didn't expect Patrick Williams. I did think that Ayo Desumu was going to play. But it seems like neither one of them are going to play in Summer League. And that's because they've already earned their rotation. Right. They've, they've earned their rotational minutes. That doesn't mean that everyone who earns their their spot in the rotation doesn't 
practice or contribute to Summer League. But again, Patrick Williams, Iota Sumu, we know the roles that they're going to have on this team. They're going to be big cogs in whatever the Bulls do. So that's why they're probably not playing in Summer League. So one of the things, uh, pieces around the NBA that we want to talk about before we go is TJ Warren does sign with the Brooklyn Nets. Now, it's so much turmoil. We don't know what team the Brooklyn Nets are going to be fielding out there. Uh, but TJ Warren, the fact that he only got a one-year deal, probably for the veteran minimum because at this time the, the money hasn't been released. So more than likely it's probably going to be a veteran minimum deal or very close to that. Um, with that being said, you know, some Bulls fans really wanted TJ Warren. And I had said that I wouldn't be interested in TJ Warren at the veteran minimum spot. But it seems like the Bulls did fill that that last roster spot with Drogic. So with that, TJ Warren didn't really have a spot on this team anymore. I would have kind of liked to see him, like I said, at the veteran minimum, see what he can give. But considering how long he's been out with injury, never wanted to spend big money on TJ Warren. So at least he'll get to play with the Nets, see what he can do. Uh, One-year deal, see what happens after that for him. Glad he was able to find a spot on an NBA team to really prove if he still has it and can stay healthy to contribute to a team in this league. So now. Before we go, one of the big things going on with this team, people saying, hey, is a trade coming? We added another guard. What does that mean for Kobe White? Shout out to Bull Central as well, Jamal over there, who did do a great video on uh, key trades that the Bulls could make to solidify this front court using Kobe White as well. The Bulls trade player exception expires in about 24 hours. I think more like 36 hours. Don't expect the Bulls to use that. While, yes, using the, the trade player exception would send the Bulls into the luxury tax, it wouldn't necessarily, it wouldn't hard cap them. Only using that full MLE hard caps them so they could use it. But I don't expect the Bulls to use that trade player exception. Now, that doesn't mean that the Bulls may not be active on the trade market. What does that mean? What, what, what could the Bulls do with the trade market? I don't foresee something here shortly, maybe close to the season, maybe midway through the season. We'll see. I do think the Bulls are probably going to make a trade at some point. Um, during the season to kind of balance out this roster once everybody's healthy and once things kind of they see where things are if a if a trade that benefits the Bulls presents itself or they go after one but don't expect any more moves for the Chicago Bulls this offseason I really do think the Bulls offseason barring a big time tra- if the Bulls make a trade I think it's going to be a big time trade but I don't ex- really expect the Bulls to make a trade I know a lot of Bulls fans are hoping that we can get in on the KD I know some Bulls fans are even talking about um, some players on the Nets uh, or getting getting uh, McDermott back or, you know, other other things that the Bulls can get in on, you know, the Aiton thing. I think those things are all, those conversations are all but over. Um, DeAndre Aiton, Jul- uh, Julius Randle, uh, 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 James Harden, probably two of the big, the two biggest chips left to fall to see what happens with them. But really, I think the Bulls are done in free agency so far. I think this is it. I think they're going to run it back for the most part, which is something that AK kind of set the tone for and told us to expect this continuity is that they were going to run this team back and really just make improvements on the bench. Dalen Terry, possibly Justin Lewis, to see if he actually makes it to the main roster. Uh, Gordon Drogic and Andre Drummond are really it as far as additions to the Chicago Bulls team. How those additions pan out, we'll see. I don't think the Bulls are going to make a trade. I don't think they're going to make a trade. I know Kuzma's been uh, somebody floated around out there as well as, as people. I mentioned Caleb Martin because he is a free agent, I think, still. Um, but again, I don't think the Bulls do anything major, major with this. And this is going to be our roster going forward. So let me know down below. What do you think about this? If this is the final Bulls roster for this season, barring any trades, how many wins do you think the Chicago Bulls are going to get in this season, the 2022-23 season? Let me know that down below. I'll probably also do a poll on it on the community tab, but I want to hear from you guys. But that is it for me for today. Thank you for tuning in to Chicago Bulls Central. If you want to follow me personally, you can do so at CEO Hayes at C E O H A I Z E on every social media platform that I'm on. 
If you want to follow the show, it's at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail to be played on our Saturday mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the fastest growing Chicago Bulls channel on YouTube and one of the best Chicago Bulls podcasts around. If you're on the podcast side, make sure you also leave a review on Spotify that allows reviews now and iTunes as well. Apple Podcasts, I think is what it's called now. But other than that, thank you for tuning in. Like I liked in every episode on C-Red. Go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.